I keep saying, yeah, one of these days I'll do that. And here it is, 2021, and I haven't painted since, shoot, like 2017 or something. What the heck? I hear myself making promises to myself. And I hear myself using the phrase, I'll get to it. I'll get around to it. I'll do that next week. I'll do that next month. I'll get to it next quarter. Are you saying this to yourself? Do you hear yourself saying these phrases too? I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I absolutely love this podcast. I do. Can I say that? Is that weird? Is that conceited? I don't know. I love the podcast. Um, you know, James, my business coach, is having me write down the top five things that I spend the most time on and the top five things I want to spend the most time on, the top five things that generate the most revenue. And he's having me reorganize my time and helping me and stuff. And I, I wrote on there, at first I started to say, well, this is one of the top five things that I spend my time on. But honestly, it's not. I don't podcast as much as I want to. But I love it. And I love producing um, good content for you guys. Today is no exception. As we creep near my 45th birthday... This is going to be a good one for that. But first, I want to read. Um, I haven't done this in a while, you guys. I had a couple of really great uh, reviews on Apple that I wanted to read. This is from Blonde Life 1031 She gives this podcast five stars. This podcast has been a breath of fresh air. She tells you exactly what she thinks and did as honest as can be. This is exactly what one needs when on a weight loss journey. Thanks, Kimberly. Thank you, Kimberly, for writing that. I appreciate it. One other person writes, um, this is from Las, is L-A-S-A-V, Lasav45, five stars. And at the top, it says, becoming insulin resistant. I turned this podcast on right after eating a mid-morning snack and totally felt convicted in a good way. I started to get into the habit of snacking again when I went back to work and had to eat breakfast in a rush and really early in the morning. I justified it because I chose healthy snacks. Oh, yeah. But listening to this episode made me realize I can make changes to avoid snacking. I need to get over my fear of feeling hungry and just stick to meals without snacking. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. Let me read one more. This is a short one. This is from Sarah. R-N-C, five stars, great tips and motivation. I love this podcast. I listen whenever I'm tempted to cheat. During weight loss mode, Christy's tough love, no-nonsense approach is exactly what I need some days. Thank you, Christy, for this podcast. I could go on and on, you guys. Thank you so much for your ratings and reviews. So this podcast is going to come out a week. Let me just look at the calendar here. Yeah, a week before my 45th birthday. And by the way, for those of you listening, we are doing Christie's 45th birthday bundle and you can get that birthday bundle normally over $85 value and you're, we're getting it for $45. So Christie's birthday bundle, 
You get the Code Red beach towel, the Code Red Rebel wall art, and the Code Red socks all for $45. And if, when we sold those individually, they were over $85. So get your Christie's birthday bundle because I'm looking here. Yeah, I'm looking here at the calendar, and there's still going to be a few days left of the, of the birthday bundle when this comes out. You can go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash birthday because yes, I am turning 45. I've always maintained the stance of being very transparent about my age and about what I do to keep just like what I do for my health and stuff, like getting Botox or fillers, or if I were to have anything cosmetic done or my hair or my nails or whatever I've got, I want to be totally open and honest. Plus it's frustrating when you don't know how much some, how old someone is. I mean, you ever, you ever Google how old is Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Like if you ever, I Google all the time what people's ages are because I want to see kind of how I'm <laughs> how I'm measuring up, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I and I maybe that's wrong. I don't know. But I, I do. I want to always I just want to be really upfront with you guys about my age and my marriage and my life. And uh, I think that's what makes me relatable to be very transparent with you. So yes, I'm turning 45 on April 5th. I was born in 1976. I'm a centennial baby. And I think this is very a very good podcast for this time coming into my 45th birthday. And we're talking about one of these days turning into none of these days. Now I did a very short video on this here a couple of weeks ago. And it was such a hit with you guys on Facebook and Instagram that I decided to go ahead and make a podcast out of it. Not that I think 45 is old by any, of course, old is always 10 years older than what you are. So what do I, you know, like it used to be old. You remember guys, you, <laughs> do you remember back? Oh my gosh. I mean, it, I saw a meme and it said, I would like to apologize for everybody for every 30. I would like to apologize for when I was 18 and I called every 30 year old old. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I don't think I ever called anybody old, but like, cause my parents have always acted. They've always been friends with us. They've always acted younger than what they are. My parents are in their upper sixties and they're very young and vibrant. I wouldn't say, well, okay, <laughs> but they, I, I got to remember my parents probably listen to this podcast. I was going to say something, but Ooh, I didn't. I caught it before I said it. Uh, now you're all like, what is she going to say? No, nothing bad. I think that I have always had a good impression of aging because my parents have aged fairly well and that they never acted old. They never, you know, growing up, they just didn't. Of course, my dad we were raised on a farm in northern Idaho, and my dad trashed his body. He didn't take good care of himself. He just didn't. He didn't understand how to take better care of his body. He didn't understand stretching and weightlifting and how to, you know, and how to eat healthy in order to preserve your body. And now he's so banged up and he's so he's his body is not in good shape now because he just he split wood for too many years and he never outsourced anything and he didn't get any help except for whatever us girls were doing. So and he I remember one specific time where my dad picked up a railroad tie and I remember it being 200 pounds pounds and he picked it up and he carried it. Not only did he pick it up. Oh, that just makes my, my, it makes my bulging disc hurt. Uh, just thinking about that. But can you imagine, you know, like, and he would do that all the time Well, he just trashed his body. So now into his sixties where he could be like miles, who's very, very healthy in his sixties and very strong, has no skeletal damage, no physical problems. My dad instead has got multiple 
physical problems in his body. He's got a banged up shoulder. He's got, I mean, he, you know, he just doesn't treat and even to this day, he's not living a healthy life. So you have to treat yourself well as you age. But at, when I was growing up, when I, when I would look at my parents, they seem to have aged well. So I watched them go through their twenties, go through their thirties, go through their forties, fifties, sixties. And it's always left me with a good impression. So not, I don't think the 45 is old. And especially with the fact that I feel better at 45 than I did at 25, because at 25, I didn't understand what I know now. I was overweight. I was starting my boxing career but I was working out really hard. I didn't, I didn't really ever really feel good. I did maintain 154 pounds, which was my fighting weight. And I looked fine, but I worked out all the time. I didn't understand. I thought it was like you needed a whole wheat pasta and brown rice. And I didn't understand processed food. I didn't understand the detriment of sugar or too much sugar. I didn't understand any of that stuff. I didn't understand inflammatory seed oils and vegetable oils and with the damage. I didn't understand the damage of soda. I didn't understand any of that stuff. Um, sleep, I didn't understand any of it uh, like I do now. And I got away with it, but I was still overweight and I was still, I was not while I was fighting, but I was still just kind of sick. I didn't feel real good. I had a real bad IBS. I was on medications for IBS and can my IBS, can I, can I shout out for my IBS people? I totally understand where you're going, what you're going through. If you have IBS, you need to get on code red ASAP because IBS is inflammation. And I remember that. And it was awful. It was debilitating. I always had to look for a bathroom and it was just terrible. So I had all kinds of problems. I remember being really depressed at one point and I went to see my doctor about it. My doctor wanted to put me on Wellbutrin and I wasn't, I didn't need that. I just needed to clean up my diet because I'm not anyway, just a couple of just some background on me. So, but I do feel better now at 45, almost 45 than I did at 25. And as my life was progressing, it's so crazy how quickly it's going by. It's speeding up faster and faster. You know, here, well, I'm recording this and exactly one year ago, we got locked down for COVID. The whole world completely shut down a year ago. Absolutely came to a screeching halt, except for food delivery services. And it was, uh, and package delivery and, and delivery in general was ramped up. And I remember saying to myself, like, oh, I just can't wait till we can get out of this lockdown. And, and I, I meant it. And even now, in March of 2021, as I'm recording this, we're not completely out of, I know Idaho is not out of, uh, you know, we're not back to normal. It's, it's frustrating. But all of a sudden, a year has gone by. And it just feels like the older I get, the faster time seems to pass by. And Miles says to me, he's 62 right now. And he said, oh, just wait till you get into your 50s and 60s. It goes by even quicker. And I do, I do know this and I do, I am feeling it. I'm sure it goes by like, and Miles says even quicker as I get into the even older, but the days slip into years and it's, it's, it's crazy. And you got to ask yourself, are you letting one of these days turn into none of these days? Are you saying to yourself, oh, I'll just do it some other time. And one of these days I'll get to that. Just the other day, um, Chris Gethin and Sybil invited me over to their house, Miles and I, for a, a really nice gathering. And I didn't go. I didn't feel like going. 
I had had a bad experience in Miami and came back early and I was just really struggling. I was bummed. I was kind of just having a super down day. And Chris called me up and he told me, Hey, come over. We're all meeting tonight. Would love to have you come over. Got some really great people for you to meet. And it would have been such a great time to be surrounded by like-minded people, all people that are good folks. And I said, no, I told Miles, I said, no, I just don't feel like going, babe. I don't feel like, I mean, I had no bra on. I didn't even, you know, like I just had my hood up over my head. I'd have to get my hair and makeup done. I didn't feel like getting dressed. Not that Christian Sybil would have cared at all what I looked like, but I would not want to present myself to these important people looking like a complete slob. And I just said no. And immediately I regretted it. Even as I sent Chris a message back, hey, thanks, buddy. I'll just catch you guys next time. And immediately I regretted it. And I was like, one of these days, Christy, he's going to quit asking because he's asked me to do a lot of things. And I've said, no, one of these days, he's going to quit asking you. One of these days, there is going to be no more days to do this. One of these days, maybe Chris and Sybil move away. Maybe someone gets in an accident. Maybe something tragic happens. Maybe just time slips by and you never get together with people that you really care about. And I immediately I immediately regretted it. And I wanted desperately to be with them. And even Miles said, honey, let's just go over for a few minutes. We don't have to stay very long. Oh, even Miles wanted to go. My introverted husband. And I immediately regretted it because time with friends, especially really good ones like that. Gosh, you know, they put together a, a get together and I'm just, I'm mad at myself because time slips by and opportunities like this don't come very often. You know, you might be saying to yourself, well, I want to, I'll get that college degree someday. Well, I'll, um, you know, I'll get in shape. I'll do that one of these days. Oh, starting a diet. <laughs> I'll start a diet one of these days. Uh, one of these days, I'll teach my kid how to ride a bike. One of these days, I'll take up painting again. That's me. I've got a whole painting room in my house. You guys know I used to paint. Used to. And I used to not even say used to. Now I legitimately have to say used to because it's been so long since I've painted. It's been years. It's been years. I used to be a really good painter. I used the wet on wet technique, kind of like Bob Ross. And I painted beautiful paintings of landscapes. I was pretty darn good, you guys. And I got away from it and I quit. I just quit hassling with it. And I have a huge painting room with paints and beautiful blank canvases all waiting for creations. And I've just, I keep saying, yeah, one of these days I'll do that. And here it is 2021. And I haven't painted since, shoot, like 2017 or something. What the heck? I hear myself making promises to myself. And I hear myself using the phrase, I'll get to it. I'll get around to it. I'll do that next week. I'll do that next month. I'll get to it next quarter. Are you saying this to yourself? Do you hear yourself saying these phrases too? Do you hear yourself putting things off? Because if you're hearing yourself putting things off, I'm telling you that is dangerous. Tomorrow is the most dangerous word in the human language. And if you don't need this, I'll preach to myself because I need this. I need this, as you can hear. I, as you can see from my examples, I need to learn this. I definitely haven't gotten this. One of these days is going to turn into none of these days before you know it. We cannot get that time back. And you hear people say that too. Well, you can't take back the time. You can't get back time. You can't break it. And, and we, 
we all just say, yeah, I know. But do you, do you really know? Do you truly understand that these days are slipping by? And what have you got to show for it? Your kids are going to, they're going to get raised. They're going to grow up. You're going to raise them. They're going to be out of their house at 18 years old, 19 years old. And there you are. 20 years have passed and you didn't do the things that you set out to do. You didn't go to the Grand Canyon. You didn't go zip lining. You didn't do that garden. You didn't write that book. You didn't do the things that you said you wanted to do. You even quit rollerblading. You quit going to Bible study. You quit doing the things that you loved because these kids had you preoccupied and days turned into years. And now look at you. You're 52. You're overweight. You don't feel good. And it's just you staring back at your spouse. And now you're kind of starting over, which I think is fine. Because if you go ahead and start on that list of things that you wanted to get to one of these days, then it won't turn into none of these days. But 20 years has passed of you raising kids and you not doing those things that you wanted to get to. Yes, you can do it all. Yes, you can. You can do some of it. You know, I, I want to remind you parents that, that your children are contributing members of this, of this family. You don't worship them. You're not a slave to these kids. My parents used to say that to me. My mom used to say that to us. I am not a slave. I am not your personal slave. You get up, you do the dishes, you do chores around here. We are all contributing members of this family. We all pitch in. We all work together and we all get along. I'm not going to stand here and let you make this family miserable, young lady. Psh, thank you, mom. Thank you. Are you letting the time slip by and blaming it on your kids? Well, I'm raising my kids. I'm taking them to band practice and to cheerleading practice and to football practice. I get it that they are extremely busy, especially if you got a couple of them. Some of you guys have like freaking four kids. My Lord, my ovaries shrivel up when I hear that. Four kids, four kids, four kids. Oh man, three kids. Oh my goodness. I got two dogs now. Let me tell you, that's a lot of hard work. But you can't blame you not getting around to stuff you wanted to do on other things people or things or obligations. You can't keep saying no to the things that you know are important in your life just because you got kids and dogs. You've got to start prioritizing some things. Now I've done other podcasts and I've done a lot of speaking on saying no. I'm talking about saying no to things that, that don't matter, that are just robbing you of your time and don't matter. But there are things in your life that do matter that you have been putting off. And I'm telling you, it is a dangerous, you're playing with fire. If you think next week is always going to be here, because one of these days it ain't going to be here anymore. You're going to be old and wrinkly and you're not going to have the chance to do, the, to do those things. I'm not saying that if you're old and wrinkly that, <laughs> please don't send me a <laughs> message. I can't believe you said that. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot harder to do things when you're old and you got a busted hip. So if you've ever wanted a zip line, now's the time. You know what I'm saying? If you ever wanted to go horseback riding on the beach, now's the time. It's going to be a little harder to get on that horse if you wait till you're 88 years old. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying don't wait. It's a dangerous, dangerous situation you're in when you continue to put things off and one of these days turn into none of these days. Don't go down that road. Don't fall into that trap of putting things off over and over and over. 
I think about um, <laughs> when I was younger, I had two things that I wanted to do. Two things that I absolutely was just hell-bent on doing. One of them was I wanted to graduate from college. And number two, I wanted to compete in a bikini competition, like those girls with the sparkly bikinis on stage. And I just remember so much. I wanted those things. And uh, at first I wanted to <laughs> compete. What I wanted to compete in is, is in a Miss Fitness competition. Well, then I quickly found out that that took a lot of gymnastics and a lot of tumbling and a lot of flexibility, like back handsprings and the splits and dance moves. And I, I don't know if you guys know those Miss Fitness USA. They used to be really popular. That's where I first got my thirst for bodybuilding was I saw those Miss Fitness USA pageant girls and I absolutely was infatuated. Well, then I quickly learned, okay, I, I don't have any tumbling experience. I can't do the splits, you know, and it, could I do it? I mean, it's going to be hard at 45 years old to do it now, but I did get on the stage. I did do a, I did accomplish the things that I wanted to accomplish, but I still have things in my heart that I want to do. And especially with having an older husband, I feel the urgency to do those things to, you know, we're going to go hike the Grand Canyon in May. And I got a second dog because I've always wanted to get a second dog. For the last year, I've been wanting to get a second dog. I've been wanting to rescue another dog from the shelter. And I finally did. And I'm just trying not to put things off, you know, trying to take time to visit with Miles more, take time to give him more hugs, take time to stop and enjoy the sunrise and little things like that. I want to you know, there are different parts of the world I want to go see when all this baloney, when the world opens up again. And I'm painfully aware that, that statistically speaking, my life is half over now. Come on. If you guys know me, you know, I'm going to live to be 120 years old. I'm so healthy, but statistically my life is more than half over statistically. And that's something, that's something to think about. What about you? How old are you? Have you been crossing things off your list or have you been putting them off? You're playing with fire if you continue to put things off. And for what? Why? My dad is taking care of his elderly mother in California. And he's been there for a while now. He hates California, you guys. He hates it. He really does. I'm sorry. No offense to you, Californians. Look, my dad was a California Highway Patrol officer, like the old 70s sitcom Chips when I was growing up when I was really little. And, um, I've got a lot of relatives in California and that's fine. If you live there and you want to live there and, and your, your views line up with the political views that that state and you like the way the state's being run and that's fine. That's fine. That's up to you. But my dad has been taking care of his mom for the past, I think he's coming on two years or he's at least for the past year. And I feel sorry. My, his, his mom, my grandma, you know, she's, she's mentally not all there. And I'm like, it, it, why does he have to waste, you know, I mean, I don't want to get into this on the podcast, but I feel my dad is kind of stuck. He's stuck there. And I worry that the rest of his life is passing him by and he's not able to live his life the way he wants. Of course, it's his life. He can do what he wants. But I watch the month after month slip by of him just sitting there in that house with grandma you know, she doesn't want to go to assisted living. She won't, she refuses to go to assisted living. She refuses to have a, 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 like a nurse come over and help so my dad can be relieved. I mean, it's just, he's just stuck there. And maybe that's you. Maybe that's you. And he finds ways of keeping up his hobbies and stuff. 
But I just kind of look back and I shake my head and I just go, oh my gosh, how many years? I don't know. I don't know, you guys. But really take a good, long, hard look at your own life and ask yourself, are one of these days turning into none of these days for you? Because once again, I'm going to say it again. It's a dangerous word to play with. It's a dangerous mindset to play with. It's a dangerous position to be in when you continue to just say, I'll do it on Monday. I'll do it on the first of the month. That's, um, I don't know. I think all of us need to stop and take a step back and make sure that we're making the most of every single day. A lot of people ask me what, what my why is for staying and for staying healthy like I am and keeping my weight down. It's because I, it's not even about my weight. It's about me wanting to make the most of every single day that I have left on this earth because I don't really know how many days I have left on this earth. And when I eat crap and I don't take care of myself, I feel like garbage. I don't even want to get out of the bed. And my body hurts and my mind is foggy. And that is a wasted day and it's wasting time. Why do I want to waste any more precious time when I can accomplish so much every single day? I do. I can get on and I've got a whole long list right here. There's a whole long list of things, of videos that I have got to record. In fact, I have nine videos to record after this, nine videos of some new programs I have coming out. And if I felt like crap today, that would be another day wasted or maybe probably three or four days wasted where I could not get those videos done. And more wasted time where I did not put products out into the marketplace that would help bring the message of hope and healing. And I ain't down with that, you guys. I can't waste more time. The world needs me to show up my best self. And the world needs you to show up. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mother of a two, a four, and a six-year-old. You do have something that, that the world needs to hear. And you do need to show up and say that. Everybody has this burning message in, down deep inside of them. You do. You have something down deep inside. But when you don't take care of yourself, then you are barely showing up for your kids, definitely not showing up for yourself. And you're wasting time feeling like crap. Why would you want to do that? Feeling like crap every day. And it's something that you caused and something that you can fix. I don't want to spend my time like that because I have spent many a years feeling like garbage. And those days are over. A big why for me to keep myself healthy is because I feel so good and I want to continue to produce content that's going to bring the message. I want to continue to be a good mommy to these two yahoos and a good wife to Annabelle or a good wife to Miles. I want to show up for my best, to be my best self every single day. Do I do my hair and makeup every day? No, but that doesn't mean I'm not showing up for myself, my, being my best self. I don't ever want one of these days to turn into none of these days. And I'll make sure if Chris Gethin invites me over again, I don't even care if it's for an ice bath, I go and I spend that time with him and Sybil. And I spend that, I get that quality time with people that I love. If my sister invites me out to Kentucky, I go. I make sure I'm not passing up opportunities, especially if they're a good fit for me and a good timing. Miles asked me to go out to dinner with him tonight and... I, quite frankly, it wasn't really my first choice of what to do, but I want to spend time with my husband and that's fine. I'm going to make it work. I just glanced. I think I, I think he heard me. I don't know if he heard me or not. He has pretty good hearing. <laughs> He's sitting at the kitchen table. 
All right. I hope you enjoyed this podcast of don't let one of these days turn into none of these days. And I hope it inspired you to get up. I hope it lit a fire under you. And I hope it, it helped you realize that, let me tell you, it's a dangerous spot you're in when you keep putting things off. Okay. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? Then all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. And in that review, ask anything you want related to health, weight loss, or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.